Hello, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host, Sarah Arnold, and things have been developing rather interestingly lately. Um, I'm sure you can imagine I'm still in the process of getting situated in my house, but um, my primary focus right now is just getting it to what I would refer to as an acceptable level of imperfection. So, um, I say that because I consider myself to be a recovering perfectionist and trying to find what is acceptable despite not being, you know, 100% perfect is kind of what I'm striving for right now, you know, um, trying to find the balance in what's good enough and being comfortable and okay with that, so... Um, I think I'm pretty much as there as I can be in terms of, you know, getting settled. Um, not everything is 100% put away. Um, I still haven't done any dusting, but I've already cleaned my floors like twice and, you know, it's functional. It's mostly minor clutter and at this point it's either in stacks or it's wall art that I need to put up on the walls and I've been making some pretty good progress um, allowing myself to you know do the old slow and steady wins the race instead of you know going full force like I have to have everything done yesterday but um, yeah that's pretty much what's going on on the home front um, and then uh, I've been allowing myself, I guess, I don't know, I don't think that's what I'm looking for. I've been out on the dating scene pretty much since I got here, and uh, that's interesting. Like, it's a very interesting endeavor. Um, so far, I'm not going to say bad. Um, what I'm doing or attempting to do, uh, to the best of my ability, is to learn from my past mistakes. And so one of those things is obviously like rushing into things with people and getting emotionally attached before making the realization that there are, you know, varying degrees and important levels of incompatibility. And so what I'm trying to do is just kind of like take my time, you know, kind of, again, it kind of goes back to that whole slow and steady wins the race. It's very comical because it's applicable here for sure as well. Um, instead of being, you know, impatient and yeah, just wanting what I want when I want it and, you know, going going full force, um, charging into a situation. I'm trying to kind of take my foot off the gas and, you know, communicate and um, just kind of go on dates and talk to different people and, yeah, like so far it seems to be going well. Um, what's funny is, um, so 
like I talked about one, like in my my first date that I had since I got back in the state um, was funny because it seemed to go very well. Uh, like at the, it's really fucking weird, dude. Like this was like a giant man, and like at the end of the evening, he ended up giving me a hug and literally picked me up off the ground and had me like, like I think my feet were probably a good foot off the ground. I don't know, fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, he blocked me the next day from any communications. I'm like, okay, weird. Um, I have my guess as to what that's about, but I don't know if I'm right. Like at this point, I'm like, I I'm assuming I made some off color joke that might've been concerning because uh, I, I, <laughs> I did make jokes about decapitating him in you know, my basement that I would turn into a sex dungeon and I guess that humor is not for everybody. It does not resonate with everyone. However, like, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that he was the one that brought, you know, that to like, not like to that extreme, obviously, but he, he was the one that brought that element to the table first, um, making reference to, uh, this alcove that I have, because I have like this weird little alcove in my room where, um, you can tell obviously at one point it used to be an arched doorway going into another room and the way this house has been reconfigured to turn into two apartments has just given me this alcove and um, yeah so that was that I'm like okay whatever um, I'm kind of adopting the philosophy with that 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 happened that way for a reason you know what I mean like I, I can't help but like adopt the philosophy like this that there is some form of protection for me I would assume and that this is not the path this is not the path that I was meant to take and so you know for whatever reason that door is now closed and that's all for my betterment you know especially after like my fucking last dating experience like I can't help but assume like okay so and, and this is where I get kind of like, I don't know, um, overthinking about it, I guess, right? It's like, I can't help but think, like, okay, so there is some kind of toxic, um, behavior or whatever. There's something. Like, there, there's a fucking reason that, um, you just the fuck appeared. And I, I can say with confidence that I feel as though I'm being protected from something. Um, yeah. And I'm not mad about that. But, um, so that was <laughs> that encounter. Um, I've also gone on, I guess I would say two dates, um, with a guy and, um, it's interesting. Like, so I, what I would say is this is the, uh, discomforting part. Like, and I don't mean that like in a negative way. Um, but I would say that it's just, it's different than, um, what I'm used to, trying to embrace change, trying to embrace the new, and get myself outside of my comfort zone, right? So, this gentleman, I guess you could say we've gone on two dates. Uh, the first one, he actually offered to come help me unpack my pod, and I accepted the help that was offered. So, yay me! <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's yet another, like, small victory. Like, look at you accepting help. Um, I'm proud of me. 
But um, yeah, I, I took him up on the offer and our first meeting, he actually came and helped me unpack my pod. Um, and just the, the other day we ended up going to, it was like a, I'm going to butcher if I try to say it right, but it's basically like a German Christmas market. And it was interesting. Like it, it was a good time. Um, we ended up going out for, um, I guess you could say dinner and like it felt kind of like a little early for dinner but too late for lunch so whatever like that um, afterwards and had a few drinks and had some really good conversation and um, so the thing about this where it's getting me outside my comfort zone is that um, he's married and he and his wife are polyamorous so um, basically they see other people outside of their marriage you know um, and this is this is the part where it's getting me out of my comfort zone because um, the way things went down with my dad and my mom splitting up and how all of that occurred has really left me with what I would refer to as an overinflated sense of what loyalty means. And a perfect example of that would be, you know, staying in my own marriage, the second one at least, much longer than I should have. You know, um, I think in that context, the, um, the thing that I really struggle to let go of, I guess, is feeling as though, um, Things shouldn't have gotten to the point that they did before I left. Um, for lack, I, I wouldn't say I overstayed my welcome, but you know what I mean? Like, for lack of a better term, whatever, it works. And so, obviously, um, this is an opportunity to embrace, uh, how do you say this? The potential to, to, I guess maintain loyalty while also um, expanding it for lack of a better way of putting it you know what I mean um, like another way I look at it is like this this is kind of one of those um, this is where the disconnect is I guess is it's a difference between knowing and feeling you know and like this is something that's become a commonality I would say for me over the last I don't know while is understanding that there's a difference between knowing something and feeling something and so um i guess so this is an example what i would say is like i know that you can love more than one person at a time um both romantically uh platonically familially you know what i mean um love is meant to be shared it's not meant to be hoarded it's not you know like that's I guess what I would say that's what makes it what it is you know um like and so this is the avenue for growth is being able to get outside of my comfort zone and get outside of my programming in terms of what is loyalty you know um but at the same time like so that's where the room for growth lies right um and so this is something i'm exploring um i got a couple books i should actually pick them up and read i haven't yet but you know whatever like i will i have 
plenty to choose from. And at the same time, you know, well, we've gone on a couple dates. Uh, we talk. We engage in good conversation. He seems to be really nice. And thus far, I would say I'm enjoying the process of getting to know each other. Um, you know, talking about, like, histories and then uh, life experiences and things to that effect. At the same time, you know, the thing that I'm not doing, which is something that I would probably have done previously, is um, I'm not limiting myself from engaging with other people in the same context or capacity. You know, um, I'm still letting myself be out there and, you know, also continuing to get to know other people and engage in not dissimilar conversations. Um, so, yeah. And this is kind of funny because this is the part of the story that brings us to today, right? So, I started talking with another gentleman yesterday or the day before. I don't fucking remember. Whatever. Recently. And he asked me out to dinner today on Christmas. And <laughs> this is where shit gets kind of funny. Um, so here's a random fun fact about me, right? I don't know if anybody listening knows this or not, but both of my husbands, the first date that I had was on a holiday. So to say that this brings a certain level of discomfort is very difficult to deny. Um, at the same time though, what I really liked is, um, in the conversation we were engaging in, he has also been twice divorced, except he has kids. And we were kind of comparing notes on like history, background, stuff like that. And the conversation seemed to flow very easily, um, when we're in communication. Now we'll see what happens in person. I don't know, but I'm not letting this like comical, you know, bit of my history, you know, um, hold me back. Like, you know, I, if I wanted to make myself feel better, I'd be like, uh, no, can we, <laughs> you know what I mean? Can we do it on a different day? Um, if I wanted to, um, engage with my fear, so to speak, right. That would be my approach. But instead I'm like, you know, no, that's not good. Like I, I would like to go get some Thai food and, you know, have conversation and get to know somebody, you know, better. Cause so far, you know, we seem to have pretty good engaging conversation. Um, we've got like an assortment of things in common and we'll see how that goes. Right. But it's funny because like, so with my first husband, our first date was on Thanksgiving. The second one, our first date was Halloween. I've never had a first date on Christmas before. Um, for the last couple of years, I've been pretty much isolating myself on Christmas, which I'm not mad about. Like I actually enjoy very much the time that I spend by myself on the holidays. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's something I enjoy a lot. And so I've come to embrace, you know, the whole concept of my tradition being not doing anything. And so this is, it's another small thing that's a little bit out of my comfort zone. Like not a lot, just enough to notice. And so I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm embracing this though, either way. And it's funny because, um, one of the things we were comparing notes on, right, is, um, he was telling me that his ex-girlfriend is living with him right now. And like, 
is I really appreciated the transparency it took to have that, you know what I mean, to throw that out there very honestly. Now I can take that one of two ways, like 100% can totally take that one of two ways. Either A, it is exactly, you know, what it was presented to me as is a, just an attempt to be transparent about what's going on because trust me, I do understand housing is fucking expensive these days, right? Um, I don't know, like you, sometimes it, it does take time to save up money to get out on your own. I've experienced that myself. And so even though I knew the marriage was over at the end of my last marriage, like I still lived there until I had, you know, the resources to get on my feet. And so it could be something like that. The other thing is y'all could still be involved, but, um, at the end of the day, regardless of what it is, um, I'm kind of, I'm, you know what I mean? Instead of just eh, having my feelings about it, what I'm doing is I'm just embracing it, accepting what I was told, and also not, um, I'm not choosing to engage solely with one individual at this juncture. You know, I'm keeping my options open, basically, is what I'm doing in terms of dating, which is, it's, it's, it's a new experience for me, is what I will say. So it's an, yet another thing that's taking me out of my comfort zone, which I think at the end of the day is my path for growth. You know, um, obviously it, it goes back to that whole, like, you can't do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Right. And so that's kind of the, uh, system that I'm operating in is doing things differently than I would have previously done. And we'll see, you know, we'll play it by ear. Um, yeah. Hopefully expansively at the end of the day, like as much as it sucks learning life lessons and, you know, getting thrown into the dirt, the flip side of that, if I were being honest, is that my nervous system is tired. <laughs> Not gonna lie. My nervous system is fucking tired, but the expansion that I've, you know, gone through, like I've gone through a lot of change and a lot of expansion and, you know, I'm still going through it. Like at the end of the day, I think all of us are, it's just to what degree and in what, you know, areas of life. And that's the part that I'm not mad about. Like that's the part like that I'm still chasing, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, like I don't want to get stuck and be stagnant and so like I'm kind of doing my best to embrace you know change growth you know whatever and you know trying to also maintain authenticity transparency and vulnerability in the process um had a lot of vulnerable like I feel like I've had a lot of vulnerable conversations with people like some I've thrown humor into to you know make me feel more comfortable with whatever the content is at hand but um at the end of the day I feel lighter because of it so that's kind of cool you know um I had uh, I've had a lot of really deep conversations with my last roommate about you know um life uh, challenges some really heavy topics you know and instead of just storytelling I'm also you know adding in the thing that I usually miss 
which is how that makes me feel. And I've not held back um, really anything, you know, in any form of the conversations. And it's different. That's what I would say. It's different. Um, and the reason I say that is like, I guess if I had to put it into a bucket, it's the kind of conversations I don't feel comfortable having. Um, and the reason why is because, um, you know, some fucked up childhood shit, basically, if you want a lazy answer, um, fucked up childhood shit, um, kind of has me in a place where I fear rejection. Um, I have feelings of inadequacy. Um, I, there, there is a lot of fear attached to vulnerability and transparency for me, especially when it comes to my feelings. And so for me, getting over that, like, it, it obviously, like, I know for a fact I'm still going to be a work in progress with this for a very long time, but being able to embrace it and just, you know, have that dialogue to, to be honest and to be open and, um, to not be afraid of what the outcome is, to not, you know, not catastrophize and think like, well, you're never talking to me again, you know, <laughs> which is the path that I would have previously taken, you know, is to, um, internalize whatever and not have those conversations until it's, you know, like explosive. And that's the change that I'm embracing. That That's part of it, you know? And yeah, like, I think that's kind of, I don't know. Like, I don't know what any of it fucking means. I don't know what the future holds. I'm just kind of trying to go along for the ride and to see what happens, you know, just kind of be, be open to the possibilities, you know? And yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. I'm not gonna, like, I'm nervous. Like, I'm extremely nervous, but I mean, so far, um, I don't feel as though anything has been negatively impacted by, you know, any of these weird <laughs> levels of conversations that I'm engaging in because, you know, when everybody's at a distance, that's what you do. Um, so the one gentleman that is, uh, polyamorous, he is about an hour from my location and it's really cool. Like I like the conversation. It's, it's a different vibe than what I'm used to. It's good. And like, he seems to invest a lot of time into like finding things to do, which is exciting for me because I, I am such a fucking homebody. Like... <laughs> It's something that I'm embracing because, again, I'm a homebody. Like, I've been programmed to be a homebody because my spouse was a homebody. I used to not be a homebody before we got together. And, you know, so now I'm kind of trying to get back out into the world and find, I guess, whatever my new normal is, you know. And at the same time, accept the fact that I can be interested and attracted to more than one person at a time 
you know, it is possible and probable to love more than one person in any context or capacity and trying to navigate this landscape, you know, which is pretty much the exact opposite of how I normally operate in a romantic context or capacity. Um, you know, normally I have a narrow focus, I would say, and it is strictly, you know, like, you know, cut and dry. Like, this is my person, this is, this is, this is my be-all, end-all, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that's bad per se, but there are certain situations in which that can easily turn unhealthy. And if I were to expose myself here, I would say I have been involved in situations where that has been unhealthy. So, you know, trying to see what's new. Like I said, try new things and embrace change and growth and mystery. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for today. So, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, and as always, be well.